Infendo.com is the place to go if you want to get everything that we are doing. Head to our Patreon, go to our Discord, even Steve's Discord lives there. Go to Infendo.com today. If Mario and Luigi were to do a podcast, it might sound something like this. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number 570. Man, we've got a lot of episodes. Um, I've been with these kids for a lot of those episodes. How are you doing tonight, Justin? Um, you're looking mighty mustachy tonight. Yeah, it's been, I haven't done much with it in the past few months, you know. Having to wear a mask every day is kind of not really good for the mustache. Um, sure. I am I am doing well. Are we doing plugs first thing? Always hit it. Uh, all right, thedisneyparkbench.com. It is up. It is live. There's a new blog up there. Um, there's another one coming in the next uh, I don't know week or so. Um, starting a podcast soon. I got a co-host. We just got a schedule up when we're going to do it and I finally got my uh, green screen editing uh, up and running so uh, expect to see some YouTube videos soon. So Excellent. TheDisneyParkBench.com Keep an eye on it. I will uh, you have to remind me but I'll put a link to it in the show notes because I keep forgetting. Um, who is already in the show notes? Lucas, how are you doing tonight? I love that hat, by the way. Um, if you're not lo- watching the YouTube, you're missing out. Oh, hi. Didn't notice you there. It's me, Lucas, one of the four co-hosts of Infendo Radio. I'm here you tonight because co-hosts? I didn't sleep through the entire show like I did last week. Um, <laughs> I'm doing really well, Eugene. How are you doing, though? Nobody ever asks you that. I'm, I'm doing really good, actually. Um, I had some good sleep last night because I went to sleep at 9 o'clock. I'm an old man. So I feel energized and revigorated today. Lucas, though, um, I need you to reinvigorate me and tell me where the people can find you and all of your things. Oh, my Lord. Where can't the people find me and all of my things? Um, I have a YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash C slash L-U-K-A-S-P-E-A-C-E. Lucas piece. Um, I post videos there that random people get in their feeds and then ask, why was this in my feed? Or why is this being promoted on YouTube? So if you want to go check that out and leave a similar comment, you can. I just uploaded a video on Pokemon (laughs) Conquest. I dress up in a full demon Pikachu face for the intro. It's a good time. I'm wearing a fish mask for my next video. So go watch all of that. Um, I also have a... Is it for real? It's... it's, uh... I love you. Um, that man who you're hearing who is going to give his intro in a second is Steve Peacock. I do another podcast with him that comes out every other week except when we forget to record it called Hyper Voice, where we talk about incredibly detailed competitive Pokemon stuff. So if you're an even bigger nerd than the kind of nerds that listen to this show and you want to hear about that, host you can go check that out as well. Um, we don't have that much else going on. I have like a Twitter and stuff on a website, but that's way too many plugs. So let's just forget about all that for now and Steve can plug whatever else he wants. But doing good, doing good. Well, Steve, that was a good enough uh, gateway into talking about yourself as any. So how are you doing tonight? 
I'm doing good. I never have to troubleshoot my computer minutes before the show. We were wondering if I was going to be able to because get my computer Steve running in Because Steve uses a Dell. This episode oh. of Nintendo Radio brought to you by Dell Warehouse. Anybody but Dell. Yeah. Actually, it's an HP. We use Dell at work. <laughs> so, but that being said, I got tired of doing all the plugs. So I just do one plug now. And this one plug will get you to all of the places you can find me at. Um, for those of you that have never heard of a linktree.com, it's basically a website you can go to to get links to everywhere you can find me. And that can be found at link, uh, well, I'm just going to spell it out because it's easier. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Gentus, J-E-N-T-A-S. It sounds terrible, it's really not, since Eugene is updating other links in the show notes. Maybe he would be so kind as to update that in the show notes as well. And you can I'll even need find out reminders all the from everybody, stuff. and yes, we can do that. This is possible. <laughs> so, um, and that's the only thing I've got going. Okay. Well, before we um, thank all of our patrons for the week, I'm going to tell you, you know, the places you can find me, the places I want you to go. You already know where it is, people. Go to infendo.com. Make sure that you're clicking on the community tab if you want to join the Discord. All that fun stuff lives there. And then um, that's pretty much it. You can see maybe a YouTube video from Lucas pop into there, into the feed there every so often. Who knows? Oh, yeah, you might I, be surprised. I post those on, I post those on infendo.com too because I'm incredibly greedy. So, yeah. That's <laughs> Um, before we thank our patrons, we've already had a couple of questions in the chat, so let me just kind of get to them. Um, number one, um, Shinazi1 asks, Justin, what are you playing? Right right this very moment? Oh, I wouldn't play anything during the show. Certainly not anything were, that I could fit in my pocket. <laughs> if you were, what would you be playing? Uh, I, I am currently uh playing my uh super mario brothers game and watch here i think Fancy. at least one of i think at least one of us also has one of these um not at all difficult to get i just went to amazon and clicked the little button and it was there in a few days so yeah except you know. they're sold out right now yeah <laughs> they were sold out the first time i checked and then i checked like the next day and they were fully stocked so um don't do do not do not go to eBay to get one of these things. <laughs> Nintendo. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll yeah. hear more about it um, in the change the system segment too, because I have a feeling one of our other co-hosts has one of those little doohickeys as well. Um, no. Next question. We have is another not... consumer horror on this show. <laughs> next question is not so much of a question, but a comment from a coworker of ours, Chris. He says, "I dare Lucas to wear that hat during our morning meeting." Um, so the. Chris. I never do the morning meetings with my video on, so challenge accepted. <laughs> I mean, I have funny hats that I can wear. Um, I also have a wig. <laughs> um, yes, all do. right, so we've stalled quite enough. Let's get our thank yous out of the way. Um, Steve, please take it away. Yeah, so we want to thank our producers once again for continuing to support us over at patreon.com slash radio. Um, our four produce well, our two producers are Slacker Monkey and Minus 64. Slacker, I almost messed your name up again. One of these <laughs> days I'll get it right. I've only read it a hundred times. Um, we also want to thank our two executive producers, the Brianosaurus and DJ, also known as Andrew Searson. I thought so you were going to say we have to thank R2D2. 
I mean, we can thank R2-D2 too. <laughs> you he know was what? the coolest of the droids. And thank you BB-8, the underappreciated second fiddle to R2-D2. Yeah, but what was the little one from the last movie? Um, there was ooh, another little uh, droid. Alpha BB-9E. Alpha, are you talking about one that looks like a cone? Yeah, I like that one. Hey, you know what? Yo. Thank you, canceled Baby Yoda. If you weren't a genocidal monster, then I don't know where we'd be today. Stand back and stand by, buddy. Uh, um, I, I don't know where we're at, but I think I know where we need to go. <laughs> Off we need the to rails, take a break. I think. Uh, yeah. We're going to be right back. Um, we'll be back on the other side with changes the system. Right back at you. Producers like a director who doesn't actually have to do any work. If you want to be a producer for Infendo Radio, head over to patreon.com slash Infendo Radio and pledge at the $10 level. Alright, we're back. Um, it's time to change the system in which we talk about news and the games we've been playing and the things we've been buying this week, it looks like. But let's start with news. Um, Lucas has a list. I like lists, and I like Lucas, so I'm going to toss it over to him. What you got for us? Absolutely. Uh, my first bit of news is actually Animal Crossing news, which works well because you have a little bit of that, too, and I don't know what you're talking about, so why don't you get us started with your Animal Crossing thing, and then I'll <laughs> break into everything else I've got, because part of it's Animal Crossing related. So, if you guys remember in the beginning of um, the Animal Crossing um, fiasco, I guess, as it were, people were just mad because you couldn't transfer your save from, like, system to system. Harumph. People were angry? Harumph, I said! (laughs) They were very um, unhappy about this. Well, Nintendo has heeded their cries, and people like Steve can now transfer an Animal Crossing save from his, you know, 3DS, or 3DS, geez, his Switch a really good system. <laughs> switch proper to his switch so, light. This will be the first time I'll have ever seen my island on TV. So, because I started it on mm-hmm. my switch light. So, and I missed the Halloween event because my switch light was in repair for Joy-Con drift of all things. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. So it'll be. I'm excited. Finally. Yeah, it, it seems like it should have been a thing from the get-go, so, you know, slap on the wrist to you, Nintendo, figure that out next time, like, come on. But I'm glad it's finally working now, so that's that's definitely good. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Save transfers and Lucas, so... Lucas. Hey, um, so in other Animal Crossing news, there was, like, a whole big uh, financial briefing thing, which are always exciting and fun, kids. Financial briefing 2021. <laughs> Um, and during the financial briefing, the current president of Nintendo, whose name I will someday remember, but who I am reading Furukawa. is Furukawa, um, mentioned that the sales of Animal Crossing New Horizon are starting to dip, which makes sense as everybody in the known universe bought that <laughs> game when it came out. Um, but that it is also kind of a driving uh, force for Nintendo Switch sales in Asian markets, which um, non-Japanese Asian markets to be specific, which usually don't sell systems quite as well. So um, they have said uh, this very generic statement that should get Animal Crossing fans mildly excited, if nothing else. Going forward, we will continue to implement in-game events and would like to create a situation where consumers will keep enjoying the game for a long time. This will be a first year-end sales season for Animal Crossing New Horizons, and we hope even more people will take that opportunity to purchase the game. So 
if nothing else, we know that Animal Crossing is going to be getting a bunch of updates for the foreseeable future, which, again, if you're an Animal Crossing player, should make you pretty happy, right? Because, hey, more stuff to do. And that's really yeah. all there is to oh. talk about with Animal Crossing. No, well, there was I a, mean, again, there was a little it, more, actually. Do oh, tell. Go ahead, Steve. So the update that uh, Eugene mentioned where we're getting the uh, save update, they also mentioned that there's going to be, I forget what they call it, but it's like a turkey day event and then a toy day event. So they also talked a little bit about that. That makes sense. Toy day is the in-game Christmas event and turkey day yeah. is obviously Thanksgiving. Um, so I've, I've mentioned this before. I've made no secret that I was disappointed with, you know, Animal Crossing New Horizons when it came out. Mm -hmm. um, all I want to hear is that they're doing something to fix, like, the villager interactions. Like, I want mm. an update that handles, like, the lack of personality that all the villagers seem to have. So the game feels yeah. a little more detailed. That's... But, yeah, as long as that's lacking. And I, it seems like they're going more for the approach of, like, filling the game with seasonal events, right? Like, playing mm -hmm. seasonal stuff. So I think as long as that's a thing, it's just not really... I wonder what that would take. Me, like, you know? they would probably have to hire somebody to write, it'd, like, another... It'd be work. Because it's a... Ten hundred thousand lines well, of that's, writing, Well, that's you know? the problem, right? It's a real fix that needs to be done, but mm -hmm. I don't hear that many people clambering for it. There are people well, out there who are like, you know, this game doesn't do what, like, New Leaf did for me or what OG Animal Crossing did for me or whatever. But there's just as many people who are just like, just shut up and be happy and enjoy it. It's a wonderful game, you know, so... Well, I think but. I think a lot of the reason why it's not, and and I was thinking about this recently, is because they're really focused on the online, you know, mm -hmm. like human well, to human in, interactivity. So you in know, in Japanese, the title of the game is something like Animal Crossing Connect or something like mm -hmm. that. Like it's 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 focused on. You the mean it idea. came out on the Xbox? Yeah, it's focused on the <laughs> idea of playing with other people. So, like, that definitely is first and foremost. But unfortunately for me, Animal Crossing has always been kind of a solitary, you know, it's like, this is my, my life sim game with all my villagers and stuff, you know? So I think for people like me, it's kind of lacking. But if you have, like, seven other friends and you're going to each other's islands every day, then I'm sure there's a lot to do, you know? I wonder if, and that's not to say too. I mean, because you spent a lot of time in this game, right? So oh, it's not I put like a lot of time into it because the beginning is very addictive, right? The beginning has a lot of like cell phone game elements where you're you're constantly unlocking mm -hmm. new things and building materials and upgrading your thing. Like I put like 200 hours into this game, but the drop off rate for me compared to other Animal Crossings was so quick. Where like with New Leaf, I was playing the game for like six or seven months before I stopped playing. Sure. With this one, I was in for about a month and a half, and then I was like. Oh, Oh, suddenly I feel like I have nothing left to do. So you know? it kind of turned it from a thousand-hour game probably to, like, you know, where you're at. Yeah, now, and know. it's just, it, it is what it is. You know, it, it goes in line with my experience that I've had this generation with Nintendo of, like, these games feel like they're missing something. You know, mm -hmm. that, that soul that I've talked about feels like it's missing again. But, you know, I know that that's not an experience that everyone is having. So I think part of it is just kind of like finding alternatives to Nintendo, you know, titles. But, yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know. Sorry, I Nintendo, wish... it's not you, it's me. It's, it's <laughs> very strange for me because I am like a diehard Nintendo fanboy, right? But I feel like this generation I've really tapered off and I've been like exploring like indie games and stuff because... A lot of the people that grew up in like my generation that played the kind of games I love are now making games and they're mm -hmm. making them the way that I like them. So, you know. Sure. Yeah, no, I get that. 
<laughs> yeah, that's kind of where we landed on Bug Fables, right? Because it feels yeah. very much like a game uh, from people who loved Mario, uh, uh, Paper Mario. Paper so. Mario. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, when you compare like a Bug Fables to like a Mario blah, 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 or Agami King, it's like, for me, there's no contest, you know? But, you know, there are plenty of people out there who like Origami King and more power to them. In other news, people on the internet were also upset when Super Mario 3D All-Stars came out. However, <laughs> there have been two updates to um, that game. One of them is that it now supports GameCube controllers. So you can now play Correctly, I might add. And you can now play with inverted controls for the <laughs> flood in sunshine. So, so Justin is just like uh, beyond the moon. So I have to I have one question though. Does yeah. this work with the click on the game controller as well? Yep. Like it does. I've, I've oh. seen a video. Yeah, it works exactly that's awesome. like the GameCube. Oh, uh, that's going to make me dig so. out my adapter. It really exactly. is. Exactly. So me to too. All of you, to all of you who went on to Twitter on day <laughs> one to go, this game is awful. What a lazy port you did, Nintendo. I will be promptly returning it and buying it when used. You should be ashamed of yourselves. I hope <laughs> your children disown you for this. Now you can apologize. Sorry. No, so, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't one of those people, but I am very excited for this. I'll be news. real; like it, it didn't have any impact on me enjoying the game. But the inverted control thing threw me for a loop on day one. It took like a good ten hours of sunshine to get used to like up is up and down is down now, you know. But again, I didn't really care because. So are you I gonna had... go back and play it again and have to readjust again, or how's yeah. that gonna work? Uh, no, honestly, <laughs> I put so much time into it as a kid that when I do pick it up again, I'm sure it'll just be like you know intrinsic to me that the inverted controls are how it's supposed to be. I'm still, yeah, like, once I got three... once I got everything like adjusted and figured out how I remembered it being and yeah, it's it's second nature, but yeah, the initial uh, like adjustment mm-hmm. of the way it was before the patch was just like jarring, but yeah. Now I can still... pop it in, play it and I'm like, oh yeah, just like it used to be. And I'm still three shine sprites out from actually 100%ing that game for the first time, so that would be nice. But it's all those blue coin ones that are so hard to get, so we shall see. Um, The last bit of news I have is probably the most boring, so it was stupid of me to save it for last, but if you're like a Justin type, you'll probably appreciate it. Um, The Black Friday Nintendo Switch Mario Kart bundle hits stores Sunday, November 22nd, and it includes a three-month Nintendo Online Pass. So if you somehow have avoided getting a Nintendo Switch all this time, but you managed to listen to a Nintendo-themed podcast every week, now's your opportunity to get Mario Kart, a Switch, and three months of Nintendo Online, all for one low price. Also, I think a bunch of Nintendo games are like $40 right now in like the eShop or something. Justin's nodding his head yes, he's our resident well, price man. So I, I, I don't, I don't know in, in the eShop, but I will, I will discuss a sale that I recently took advantage of when it's my turn so cool well that's kind of all the news we had to talk about so why don't we make that the transition and you can talk about a sale that you recently had now that it's your turn (laughs) all right oh so i was gonna check my wish list to see if anything i wanted was on sale while you talked um yeah um gamestop actually had a sale recently where a bunch of switch games first party switch games were forty dollars and so I picked up a digital copy of Yoshi's Crafted World, a game that I just couldn't bring myself to um, spend 60 bucks on, but I was okay with spending 40 on it. Um, 
I'm gonna say the same thing I did about Kirby last week in that I kind of miss when these franchises were actually challenging yep. platformers, but um, I have discovered that since I do a lot of my uh, gaming lately while laying in bed with my wife sleeping next to me, um, it's kind of nice having these re these slow-paced, relaxing, um, exploration-based platformers, um, you know, so, because I tried playing stuff like Cuphead and, and, uh, was it Super Mario Brothers 35 and Super Mario Maker and stuff like that while laying in bed, and it's just kind of hard to relax, you know, it's kind of hard to, like, lay in bed and be relaxed and also play these games. So, it is kind of nice to have something like Yoshi's Crafted World, where I can just lay in bed and play slowly and casually and, and not have to worry about getting too excited and waking my wife up. I ordered myself one of those headrest things that holds my Switch in front of me, by the way, so I'm excited for it to come in. <laughs> I mean, I got I got the, and, and I've shown this before, the, the thing that you wrap around your neck and that holds the thing in place. I got one from Walmart. It broke on me finally after about a year, so I got another one at Dollar General. I think it's, it's got to be the same brand because it's got a little like, Q on it. Um, that works well for me. Um, the only problem is it does hold it a little too close to my face, but... You know, it's like a big screen experience. Yeah, I've got a, I got one for, um, from Amazon. That's probably like the same, you know, Chinese brand knockoff yeah. thing or whatever. So, yeah. yeah, they all come from the same factory, but for some reason have seven different brand names. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so I've been playing, I've played a few levels on that. I'm, I'm enjoying it more than I expected it to. Again, because it's a nice kind of shut your brain off, play something for half hour and then go to sleep sort of game. Um, I also started a game a few days ago that I actually have had on my in my collection for months and never booted up. Um, it's on my Xbox One. I started playing Elite Dangerous. Oh. Um, I had heard about it in a uh, YouTube video about the largest game worlds, um, and I'd been looking for a space exploration open world game, especially since playing Starlink and getting, you know, getting kind of the bug for open world space games through that. Um, and it was on sale a few months ago. And so I picked up the Deluxe Edition and then never played it. Um, and then I saw uh, one of my friends that I follow on Twitter. I don't remember exactly who it is. I want to say it's Jason Lee. So, so I give him a shout out anyway because he is one of, our, one of our friends of the show. But um, anyway, I did see somebody playing it and said, you know, I've had this on my Xbox for months. I haven't played it. So I uh, started playing it, got through the tutorial and said, wow, that took forever. I don't feel like playing anymore. So maybe I'll get to do some actual space exploration tonight. Um, besides those couple of things and a few scattered, you know, things, Animal Crossing, still, you know, digging or still chopping down my money trees every day and replanting those. But aside from that, um, I have done a little bit of uh, retro gaming here as I mentioned earlier in the show 
picked myself up a little uh, Super Mario Brothers game and watch. And you're not the only one. (laughs) Steve also has one. Well, oddly enough, probably the game that I have spent the most amount of time... He oh, had to get we'll one get that he could keep in box, Eugene. Come on. Exactly. Hey, that I did the same thing with Super Mario 3D All-Stars. So. See? See? I, I just, I'm just picturing the emoji of uh, Donkey Kong um, shaking his head and Diddy Kong stomping on the... <laughs> oh, you mean I'm picturing the Monopoly man pulling out his pockets because he has no money and he has to go oh, to there, jail. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> 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 so anyway, I think in the, like, day or so that I've had this, I've put the most time into Ball. (laughs) Like the Game & Watch game? Oh, boy. (laughs) What was that, Steve? That's the one game I haven't put any time into. I've played Mario Brothers, I've played, you know, the Lost Levels. I've not put any time into Ball. I will be honest. If Nintendo wants to re-release... If they want to give us a Game & Watch collection, Game & Watch... I would totally buy that because I would love. I heard somebody I'd buy say two. a red. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 somebody said <laughs> it's a shame that they that they released a Mario version of Ball, which was never a Mario game to begin with, instead of the Super Mario Brothers Game and Watch game that actually did exist. Um, you know that would have made a little bit more sense, but um, yeah, I would love to just have one of these that has all of the original game and watch games on them so i can sit here and play you know all of my all of my favorites and all the ones that i'd never played before but it's a it's a neat little device um it's bigger hold it up again it's bigger than i thought it was gonna be it's 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 about the size probably a little bit bigger than like a credit card i mean here's all right here's my iphone iphone 11 plus and so this is about how big it is to compared to a mm-hmm. Pro Plus. So, um, those of you uh, listening to the audio version, um, your Go SOL, you'll Twitch. have to imagine. TV slash Infendo Radio. No, they got their imaginations. They got this exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, it. I think uh, Steve will concur that it is a fun little toy probably not worth 50 bucks unless you are a diehard oh. nintendo fan and consumer whore but okay. with that being said let me uh pass this on to our other resident consumer <laughs> whore steve yep. what do you have to tell us about your game i was gonna Watch say experience? i i can transition off this nicely i ended up buying i've bought a total of three um, wait i'm leaving hang on no 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 no, no. not all of them are for me not well, all of them are for me. One of them to go with the three Power Ranger masks you bought. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, and I have been tempted actually. Um, no, so I bought mine on Amazon about an hour before Justin did, and because I live in a city, I got mine two days before Justin did. Um, and then I had gone up to go see my parents, and I knew that somebody else that I worked with would want one, or had wanted one, but she knew that she wouldn't be able to find it. So I happened to go go for a ride with my mom because she won't really go anywhere. And so she took me to Starbucks and then we went to Target and I was able to actually buy two more, one for me for new in box and one for the coworker. So I've bought three and I've pointed another coworker towards a possible fourth one. I was going to try and get with him before the show to see if he actually got it, but I don't know. You know, um, this this reminds me of back in the 
GameCube era when I went out and bought um, four Game Boy Advance SPs so that I could play, you know, uh, Four Swords Adventures with all of my friends. The difference was I wasn't buying these for all of my friends you to just sit there and play a one-player game all by myself in my own home. Ah, so I see, <laughs> see this, this problem goes back very, very long in your um, timeline of purchasing. So spending a crap ton of money on Nintendo did, stuff? Hell yeah. Did your mother refuse to show you public signs of affection when you were growing up? No, my parents so. just refused to buy me any more video game systems after the original Nintendo, so I, I had see, to buy them I all see, myself. Right. How does that make you feel? <laughs> um, poor. <laughs> so for me, this harkens back to the Wii days because everybody in my family has always known I'm the one that you go to to find weird, rare electronics. So I hunted down, I don't know how many Wiis back in the day when you had to hunt those down. We're right Your there Your mom again. hunts down Wiis at night. I, 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 I did that Damn too so because I worked at GameStop. So uh, sorry, uh, oh, GameStop yeah. Inc. Um, I used my... Uh, my privilege of working there to sell a few Wii's on the side. So all that being said, um, I was pleasantly surprised with it. I've put a lot more time into it, I thought, than I thought I was going to. And there's quite a few little secrets hidden away. If you want to uh, hear about those, Google them. I'm not going to spoil yeah. them here. <laughs> um, I am then... disappointed that one that I was hoping existed does not. I really wanted to play the original Super Mario Brothers as Luigi without having to put it in two-player mode, but thus far I haven't figured out how. But you can well, play Ball as Luigi. Yeah. Sounds like um, you're going to have to hack it. Yeah, which well, can be done. I watched a video, but it requires all kinds of soldering, and that's way above me. Um, yeah, that I can't do. Oh my god, I just noticed something. The serial number begins B-A-L, which probably stands for balls since it's the same style. And the side of the box, it's the model number SM-35. Um, the other thing I did do this week that I wanted to talk about during my change to system, Lucas and I played a game together, but we'll save that for a minute. Yeah, I'll be talking um, all about that, so you don't even have yeah. to dive in there, baby. So, and this is going to be a weird flip-flop um, for me and Lucas, but... Uh, I started Skyrim again, finally. Oh, wow. The last time I started Skyrim, I think, was right before Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze came out. Put about five hours into it, did the Golden Claw quest, and then when I was supposed to go to Winter... Wait, Hi. when I was supposed to go to White... No, when I was supposed to go to White Run, I went to Winterhold instead. That's right, because you're a nerd, uh, and you like yeah, magic, like I, a nerd. Yeah, I wanted to go to the <laughs> I magic I just like college. hitting things with my sword and shooting things with yeah. my bow and arrow. I don't ah, think I've increased any skills. <laughs> so I, I put a solid five hours into it back then. Lucas will tell you, because he was on a call with me during those five hours. Oh, we were playing, and he was like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I burned fire. those bitches yeah. with fire. <laughs> Yeah, I like, have like, an affinity for fire in this game. That's kind of my element. Hey, at least yes. you're getting it out in uh, right. um, polygon form. Local right. Utah, man, burns down cinema. Right. So I finally started playing that again. I promised my uh, buddy that passed away earlier this year, eventually I would play this game. And I, I can see him. Yeah. I can hear him right now. He's like, I, it, it took you, it took me to die for you to play this game. Because that's the type of individual he was. Um, so here I am playing this game. Um, Lucas, you're going to have to help me out. What is the class that starts with a B 
that's one of the magic wielding classes we talked well, they're not about. Really this. Classes, they're races, but okay, races. Bre- you you started off. Okay, as a so Breton. I started as a Breton, and I did the Golden Claw quest again. This way, I kind of did it the way they I was supposed to, and I was supposed to head to Winterhold, but. And the only reason I started with this race is because I wanted to do the Vampire Lord quest. And I was like, well, this this um, race of people is resistant to diseases. I'm not going to be able to become a vampire. And then I go, um, hey, you big stupid dummy. Like, that vampirism is an in-game event. You can get yeah. it no matter who you play as. You so after after spending another two and a half to three hours playing as a, as a what would you call it, a Breton? Breton. Okay, Breton. After playing as a Breton... I abandoned that quest and started for the third time my save file in Skyrim. Um, so now I'm playing as an Argonian, because that's the one I originally played as, and the one I wanted to play as. And I've done the Golden Claw quest a third time, and all three times I've done that quest, I've done it slightly different, which has been kind of cool, but I've played the same two and a half hours of a game. And I've done it differently all three times. Yeah. That's, so, well, that's the type of game Skyrim is, I, from what I hear anyways. That's you know? what I love about and it. And I'm so loving it. And I'm right back to the point where I'm supposed to go to Whiterun. And this time I'm going to go to Whiterun so I can get the ability to use the Dragon Shouts. And then I'm going to do what <laughs> I did the first time, where I head straight over to uh, Winterhold and do all that kind of stuff. Because that's what I want to do. So let me tell you about the Dragon Shouts. Um... I uh, found uh, a cave somewhere, or a, or a mine somewhere, like some dwarves mine or whatever, and everything was up on like these scaffoldings, and so mm-hmm. I was having the greatest time shouting my enemies off of the scaffoldings and just watching them go flying and plummeting to their deaths. Oh, dude, there are <laughs> like some that. fun ones. On my evil character, I have the ability to, like, basically freeze time, like the villain from JoJo's. So, like, every time I go somewhere, I just run around, I freeze time, then I run around in a circle, slashing them with my sword. It's good fun. Good yeah. fun. It so, just yeah, sounds like a whole lot game. of good good fun sandbox just yeah. It really, It really is, but with a lot of, like, lore and characters and quests. Oh. There's like, it's just such a full game. So, yeah, so let's talk about the lore for a second. So I did a thing. I think it was actually during last week's show, if I remember right. I happened to be perusing Amazon, and they have these books called Skyrim Volumes 1, 2, and 3. And they are physical books that contain all of the books and literature from inside the game oh, of Skyrim. Oh, dear God. <laughs> it was on sale for 60 bucks, so naturally really? I, had, I had to it's buy crazy. it. Um, so I'm reading those kind of on the side as I'm actually playing the game, which will be kind of cool, because as I find these books in-game, I can be like, oh, I'll probably read that book later in real life, or, oh, I remember reading that one. That was the book that this was about. You know, if I could get so a Kindle be version kind of, of that, I would probably actually read some of those as it is. Like, I never get rid of any of my books, and I also never read any of them either. So That's how I am, too. I've got, like, a so, whole chest full of them. So, yeah, I've been playing that, and then... Yeah, and then Lucas and I did a thing. Oh. We, uh, 
Yeah, we kind of delve back into the game, is so I'm going to let Lucas take over here. It is. All right, so as you guys know, my, my main gaming hobbies include Shantae and Shovel Knight, but sometimes <laughs> I like to take a break from all that and dive into one of my favorite Eugene games. Eugene is so confused right now. I Minecraft. Um, so oh, I've here we go. I noticed you guys have you been see, on Minecraft again lately. I've been, I've been about playing you, a lot of Minecraft. You see what I mean by Minecraft. there's a weird juxtaposition right here. Normally, yeah. Lucas is talking Skyrim. Are, are we still in uh, Banful Stamp? Uh, no. So here's the thing. Banful Stamp still exists, and you're more than welcome to go there. But um, Steve and I were talking, and we were like, God, you know, so many of our listeners have come and gone, like sands through the hourglass, and Banful Stamp <sighs> has so many old memories. We were like, we need a new world where just the good people can go. And right now, just the good people is Steve and myself. Um, yeah, so I opened up people. a new realm <laughs> that I named Dipstick. And now we live in Dipstick. Um, Steve and I went out and we, we explored for a little bit. We found a little island that's really cool. And we set mm -hmm. up a base there. I set up a, a bridge like on Outset Island and Wind Waker uh -huh. from one side nice. of the island to the other. We've got a little wooden base. And then I went off on my own, and I explored the nether, because as you can see from Steve's background, if you're watching the show on YouTube or Twitch, um, they added a bunch of stuff to the nether. It's, it's kind of like the second area oh, of the I, dark Oh my world. god, you changed your background because of the updates that they made. That's impressive. <laughs> um, so, so the nether is kind of like the dark world in The Legend of Zelda, right? It's kind of like a hell world that you can go to. Lots yeah. of lava, lots of It was of originally enemies. called hell back yeah. in the day. Yeah, and you get there by building a portal and going through it. They just did an update that changed it from kind of a generic, like, one one site, you know, you've seen it kind of thing, to, like, now there's, like, forests with, like, boiling mushrooms and blue fire beaches and stuff like that. Oh so um, I actually went off there while Steve was doing his thing, and I built a base in a bloody, you know, crimson forest that I've been basically just, like running around and harvesting the goods from all the like tough enemies and stuff so that's been my thing is i have this like giant tower now that i live in 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 hell basically and collecting goods so my mad scientist friend can turn them into workable things for me at some point mm -hmm. um so that was that was minecraft bedrock it, but is then, steve the mad scientist in this scenario steve is the mad okay scientist. He knows just had to, to clarify and stuff yeah but then in minecraft Java, which is a different ver okay, so picture the Zelda timeline. I right? can't which believe I Lucas <laughs> is sitting here explaining oh, no. Minecraft. I'm so And now proud. picture Minecraft as Ocarina of Time. Um, Minecraft Java is like Wind Waker, right? And Minecraft Bedrock is like Twilight Princess. They both became two different versions of the game and split off in their own directions. Java, as I understand it, was kind of the original OG Minecraft that they made a bunch of like, you know, additions to and stuff. Whereas Bedrock was originally kind of like a mobile only experience that then became mainstream Minecraft for all the babies like me who don't know how to like put things in a specific place to craft them and stuff. So they play a little differently because they've kind of, it's kind of the same game almost developed in two alternate realities. So my friends sat down with me the other day and they were like, we want to play Minecraft together. And I did on the PC. So mm -hmm. I've been playing Java version on there. I'm much worse at it. I don't use a mouse. I use a trackpad. So I have to click like 18 times and sometimes I end up murdering chickens that I don't mean to and stuff. I built a tiny little house underwater. We've got this whole like base that we're working on and everything. Um, my friend Corey, his secret skill, like, so I build big, impressive, 
monuments, right? Like I built a floating city in the sky. I built a city underwater with a big glass, you know, riding railway and everything. Sure. I built a castle made entirely out of slime cubes so you can bounce in it and everything. Um, you filled my you filled my nether railway with slime cubes because you're yes, a jerk. Yes, just for fun. <laughs> so Steve is spot on, gents. Spot on. <laughs> um, so Steve is kind of like the technical one, right? He's like, oh well, I can show you a way to create a chicken harvester that will pop eggs out into a bucket and make infinite chickens and that kind of stuff. So that's like Steve's specialty. Mm-hmm. Corey's specialty is he's got like that kid who grew up with Legos level of like quality for building. So he can like flip a stair in just the right way to create like a long window that you shouldn't be able to make. His creations don't look like blocky Minecraft buildings. They Mm -hmm. look very professional, like game designed kind of like buildings. Yeah, it's he's very artistic with that. So he's been building, he likes to build smaller. So he's been building this kind of little it almost kind of looks like a house you'd see in like Skyrim, right? Now he's got a little gate that goes up and down with redstone <laughs> that he's been working on and stuff. I built a little house. Does he want to play Bedrock with us? Uh, he doesn't have Bedrock, but I mean, maybe we can convince. Can him we buy it for him? Point. It's only like thirty bucks. Probably, yeah. I if mean, he I'll has an him. Xbox, but it's free I'd, I'd with love Game to get Pass. Him a dipstick, you know. But um, but yeah. So so we've been playing, you know, a little bit. Of, I only played the one night. They were on again the other night, but I went to bed like crazy early, so I missed it. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of Minecraft, which is odd for me, but um, I'm enjoying it. I am, I'm, I'm starting to taper off a little bit, uh, mostly because I've been playing a lot by myself. Um, I played that one night with Steve, but we really haven't gotten on again. I played that one night with Cody and Corey, but we haven't really gotten on again. So then after playing with like other people and having a lot of fun, when I go on by myself, it's just kind of like, well, this is quiet, isn't it? And there's nothing to do. <laughs> so, you know, we'll, uh, I'll probably need other people to, to keep me motivated in that game. But it's it's a fun time. It's a good way to kind of unwind after a long, hard day and just kind of, like, put sure. the world behind you. you Which know? is exactly what you needed right now, actually. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, I'm, I'm not eating much because I'm trying to lose weight again and stuff. So, like, I'm going through all the hunger pangs and, like, all the stuff that comes with that. So it's a good distractor from all of that as I'm like laying there at nine o'clock at night and I'm like, dear God, I want to bake pizza, you know? So, you know, that's nice. And that's really kind of all I've been playing. I did a little Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. um, nothing special. I did the Electabuzz event over the weekend, but I was actually out at a nature trail with a couple of friends. So I only caught two of them because I was a little distracted. Um, I really haven't been playing like anything else on Switch, to be honest. So I, I did a little more Phasmophobia. Um, I've talked about that at length, both on the show and on my YouTube channel. Nothing special there. We just got together and played a few rounds of that. Still a great game. Um, kind of kind of tapped out. I mean, there's not really much more to do. It's just the same things over and over again. They are adding some new stuff. They just added the ability when you die as a ghost to be able to like pick up objects and throw them at people. So I was having fun jump-scaring my friends by throwing hammers at them while they were hiding from the ghost. <laughs> Um, and they're adding nice. a new prison level soon. Well, I say they, it's a one-man operation, but he's adding a new prison level soon, so that's cool. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, it's it's a small game, so it's kind of just something you do with friends. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Eugene, what have you been up to? 
Well, um, funny you should ask. Um, I think that where I should start is actually a game that, surprise, surprise, nobody's going to be surprised at what I'm talking about, Pokemon Go. But I will say that um, I, I got in and I did the Pokemon Home thing finally and transferred a few Pokemon. And by a few, I mean two. Because that stuff's expensive, man. Like, yeah, you... I, I wanted to... So he, this is what I want to do. I want to build out my entire Pokemon home now, but I want to try and build it out with like a uh, shiny and a regular of every Pokemon. But oh if you Oh dear god. And you if, say I'm crazy. <laughs> well, because I have a lot of shinies in um, Pokemon Go, so I, I, I need to get but, the, offload them somewhere, you, you know? But you can transfer about three and a half, and then you have to wait a week or pay yeah. like $10, yeah. It's sad, well, and then I ain't going to pay $10 for that. this a project to work on. Mm -hmm. Exactly. See, so that's... Go Sorry, ahead. Eugene, this is your segment, but that's that's kind <laughs> of where I am with it. Like, I got the transfer, and I was like, oh, cool, I can finally bring over all my shinies. Mm -hmm. Then I look at my shinies, and I'm like, I'm never going to use any of these. <laughs> so I just brought over, like, two random ones, and I was like, yay, I did it, I guess. So, <laughs> I got my metal. But I'm not paying $10 metal, to do it again. Yeah, no. So I'm waiting for my cooldown to go again, and then I reevaluated my life, and I think that when the cooldown is over, I'm going to start with just regular Pokemon, because I think you can do up to, like, I don't know the number, but a lot more than the Shinies you can. So I'm going to start there so I can start building out my Kanto Pokedex, and then I'll work my way up to, you know everything that I can do from Pokemon Go, which is going to be exciting. Because my Pokemon Home right now is pretty barren. So in the meantime, what I have done is I downloaded the expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield, both of them actually, because I haven't played either. Haven't dug into it at all, but I am definitely excited to do so, because that's a lot of content right there waiting for me. So uh, stay tuned, folks. Um... Yeah, other than that, um, not, really not a whole lot, honestly. Smash Brothers, I do... I, I think a few weeks ago I talked about how bad I was with Minecraft Steve. <laughs> I'm getting better with Minecraft Steve, guys. I don't know why, but I like him. Um, he, I'm not good with him. I won't say oh, that, go that God. far. <laughs> I, I, I'm not good with him. What has but happened I just to like show? How I'm playing Skyrim. Is. Lucas is playing Minecraft. Eugene <laughs> is using Minecraft Steve. This has only made two your mom jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's raining cats and dogs around here in Infendo Radio Land. But uh, no, I mean, that's really it, guys. So um, I think I... we're going to... We're just going to toss it over to the question block because we're running a little bit long. So let's just dive right into that. Unless Stukus, Stukus, unless Stukus you have something that you would like to add. Thanks, Poojeen. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to mention real quick for those of you who are, you know, obsessive about playing your Pokemon and stuff, just a PSA. Um, when you transfer these guys over, they're not going to retain, like, their nickname or anything. If you want to do any of that stuff, you get one chance to rename them when you go to the, the renamer guy in Pokemon Sword and Shield. So, just a heads up. If you're someone like me who was kind of, like, freaked about that and wanted to make sure that they were okay, that's a thing. But, you know, it's small potatoes. Just wanted to make sure you knew what was going on. Ding. Thank you. <laughs> the more you know, we appreciate you. Um, okay, well, um, I know I have the question block question open. I don't know if anybody else had it open and wanted to uh, read it. 
No takers. All right. Well, here we go. Um, Slacker Money asks, what is one memory you cherish from growing up that you are willing to share? Um, he doesn't specify video game related, but since I already had a time to stew on this a bit, I will start. Mine is video game related. Um, I just remember playing and unboxing um, Ocarina of Time right around this time of the year, actually, and just playing the hell out of it until after Christmas into the new year. It took me a whole year to beat that game. I was a young, a wee lad, um, but it was a fun, fun year because then I remember it being around this time again, like right around Thanksgiving when I finally wrapped it up because um, my family, I would take my Nintendo 64 everywhere because I was that kid. So like when I would go to my aunt's house, I would plug it into the to, to the console into her, their TV and, you know, play after we had dinner and the, the um, parents were talking about stuff that I didn't really care about. So my uncles and aunts, they would always ask me, you know, okay, okay, what's, you know, what's the latest in, in your video game or whatever? So I would, like, go to, like, you know, a cool new area that I just got, like, the, the lake, Hyrule, like, that was one of the cool things and showing my uncle how to fish. Um, my uncle fit, my uncle bought himself this game to fish. Like, I'm not kidding you. Like he wow. bought Ocarina of Time just to have the ability to fish. No, no, no. Guess who got to get him that far though? I did mm -hmm. because, um, I was, you know, the oldest, my, uh, my cousins were a little bit younger than me, so they weren't quite as uh, skilled with a controller as I was. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I got Uncle um, over to the fishing area, and I wouldn't be surprised if he still b digs out the Nintendo 64 to play Cruising USA and fishing on Ocarina of Time. So uh, that's my memory, um, just like kind of sharing video games with my family. Well, I'd like to cheat and share two memories because one of them I've shared on the show before, so it'll be quick. But um, I figure, you know, there's probably some of you out there who haven't heard this yet. Um, when I got my Nintendo Wii, the way that worked was um, I had a sleepover at my friend John Cope's house. Um, this was 2009. So, wait, no, when did the Wii come out? It wasn't 2009. When did the Wii come out? Help me out here, boys. The original Wii was... Yeah. 2007. Okay, I was going to say, so I was a little old for sleeping over at friends' houses, but no, 2007 would have been okay. Right I think it, I think it was 2006, actually, but I'm going to look that it was, up. It was, it was around that time period. But anyway, he was a he was a he was either a high school or a middle school friend because I went to a junior-senior high, so it all blended together. And, you know, I went over there. We hung out. We played um, Soul Calibur together for a while. We went to sleep early. Um, and he was like, hey, I'm going to go get a, uh, a Wii in the morning. So you want to come with me because, you know, you're, you're here anyway. And I was like, sure, that seems like a fun use of my time. Stand out in the freezing cold at like, you know, 3 a.m. waiting to get into a Best Buy. So, um, so I do that and my parents knew I did that and everything. And I wasn't planning on getting the system. And then my parents drove up because they knew I was there. And they were like, surprise, you're getting the system too. And I was like, no way! And that was really fun. <laughs> um, and then I went home and I played like Wii Sports for like an entire month. I really loved I that. Oh my like, God. I, I miss um, 
those built-in games, like the AR card games on 3DS, that mm. like that was enough to keep Face my Raiders, attention. Face Raiders, man. Like, yeah, yep. man. Like, like I'm. I wish that the like, because even the Wii U had like Nintendo Land. It wasn't built in, but it was like the. Yeah. You know. Okay. Because ever play this till Christmas. Because who yeah. got the what was it? Sixteen gigabyte console. Who got that white one? Nobody. Like I know yeah. I did it. Yeah. Um, so that was a, that was a memory. And the other fun thing with that was as soon we were like thirteenth. I was thirteenth in line. And once I found out I was getting the system, they were like, "All right, we're we're sure that we have twelve of them." And I was Aww. like, uh-oh! But they obviously had more because I ended up getting it. Um, yeah. My other memory, and this only really just popped into my head because um, Eugene mentioned it, was as a young lad, I very much enjoyed the movie Shrek. Um, as an adult, I still very much enjoy the movie Shrek. It's a timeless classic that teaches a message of love and self-acceptance no matter what you look <laughs> like. Um, but I went to see it with my Uncle Bill, who was the cool uncle who would do weird stuff. He built an airplane in his garage, that kind of stuff. Um, and we went to see the movie, and then we went to the mall. And of course, we didn't see the mall. We didn't go to the mall in like a normal person way. We snuck into like the employee entrance and like snuck our way into the mall because again. He was a weird guy, but he was the cool <laughs> uncle. Um, and we went to the, the GameStop there, and he was like, all right, we're going to get you a Shrek game because you liked the movie so much. And I got this, like, Game Boy, um, I think it was a, a straight-up Game Boy Advance Shrek game that was I just like a, game. it was a fighting game. I think I played was, that game. And it wasn't that good, but, like, he was like, how is it? And I was like, I love it. Because, like, it wasn't about the game. It was about, like, the day and how, like, special it was to me. And I actually ended up playing a lot of it. Because, like, you know, it was a, it was a warm memory kind of thing. But, yeah, that was a, that was a thing. Shrek Super Slam. I, I yeah, just looked it, it up. That was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could play as, like, all the different characters. And it was just, like, a fight. But it was on the DS. At least that's where no. I played it. No. no oh wait. Oh, it was on everything. Just kidding. It was on yeah, everything. Mine was, <laughs> mine was definitely old school, like Game Boy Advance. Yeah. No, um, it was there too. Yeah. It was on yeah. every. Oh my lord. Everything. Yeah. But yeah, that was a uh, that was a thing. So those are my memories. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, so before we move on to um, the next person, um, we screw all of you and your memories. Uh -huh. Nintendo Wii, November nineteenth, two thousand six. So just so we, uh, you know. Cool. So I was about 15. So I'm going to say still acceptable to be sleeping over at a friend's house when you're 15 yeah. years old. I mean, I, I, mean, I, did, it, I did it up until high school. Uh, hey, if, like, I, if I lived get, get near you guys, I'd over. be having you over at night. So. <laughs> well, exactly. Four controllers of, of some sort. And yeah. Boy, exactly. you guys are you guys are doing this wrong. I, uh, for Halloween, went over to a buddy's house. We got drunk. I didn't want to drink and drive, so I stayed the night. Well, the other thing about that, the, the other thing about that story is we were playing Soul Calibur, obviously, so, you know, there were a lot of characters to choose from, and, um, John went right for Ivy, because mm. she's got, like, you know, the giant breasts and everything, <laughs> and I played as the, the brown-haired girl with, like, the sword and shield, who was, like, really wholesome and sweet, and that just kind of... <laughs> That defined, like, my life when it comes to, like, women and types. <laughs> like, that, that's been kind of a constant for me. Sure. But, yeah, that was a, that was a thing. Was it well, uh... Sophia? I was going to say Sophia or something, right. so I... See, I only yeah. ever played Soul Calibur at his house. 
one of the games, so I can't remember which oh, one. Oh boy, there's lore and soul caliber. I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, Justin, um, do you have a memory you would like to share? All right. Um, I mean, I I guess since we're sharing video game related memories, even though it wasn't specified, um, my probably one of my favorite video game related memories was. I wasn't sure where this was going. It was Me like, neither. I'm glad so this I is had, the direction. So I had just discovered Santa the joys of a woman's mom. body. <laughs> when feel the magic, XXXY comes Oh, out. no. Um, yeah, so I uh, <sighs> I wanted Donkey Kong Country for Christmas. And, um, you know, like I said, the Super Nintendo, you know, from, from the Super Nintendo on. old were you out of curiosity because the the santa thing was a slow burn for me and in like my teenage years i was like yeah i know but he's real in our hearts you know like I, like we did the santa thing for a long time well all right <laughs> my family still does the santa thing and i'm the youngest It was. Yeah, I'm not sure I would have been old enough to have known to look in my parents' closets. I would have been like, I guess we're waiting for Santa! My, mine had to move stuff to the motorhome and they would hide the key so I couldn't get in there. My parents owned mm. their own business with a big stock room, so, you know, she had plenty of places to hide things. But, yeah, I found Donkey Kong Country in, in my parents' closet, and then I had to, like I said, it was right around this time, about mid-November, and I had to spend the next month or so pretending I didn't know I was getting Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> and my mother and was... And watching the commercials on TV for oh it, God. probably. See, I... I I'm, never wanted to do that because it would ruin the the moment I never did of it again. Christmas. I yeah, never like did it again. Be, uh, you open it and you're like, "Oh yeah." Oh no, I I faked it. I faked it good. I mean, I don't know. My, maybe my mother wasn't convinced, but she but she pretended she was. But um, <laughs> the fun the funny part was my mother was smart that year. I don't know whether she noticed that stuff had been moved around and and figured I'd found it or what. But she started packing like the presents in other shaped and sized uh. boxes that year so when i opened donkey kong country finally on christmas morning i went oh my god it's donkey kong country like i've been looking <laughs> at, i'm like this can't be it this isn't the size of a super nintendo box this is so so she yeah gotcha. 
so as far as video game related and and my experience with with that was much like yours eugene with uh, ocarina of time where i just like every year when when we get the the nice upstate new york snowfall i'm reminded of that that year when i got it and seeing <laughs> the snowfall in the uh Dunkin yeah. Dunkin country level i'm like oh my yeah. god oh yeah exactly like it does out there <laughs> Yeah, that's that's such a. I mean, you know, I don't know if I'll ever get that again for a video game. You know, it's just nostalgia doing nostalgia things. But yeah, I just you know that Don- Ocarina of Time. That's it for me. Donkey Kong yeah. Country, A Link to the Past, and Ocarina of Time, and maybe to a lesser extent, Mario Super Mario sixty four are probably like the the defining moments of my of my video game life. Aside from like. You know the games we had on ColecoVision, but like those are the moments of just pure awe and it, and wonderment. It does kind of make you think. I totally forgot about this when we were doing Change the System. I'm playing Final Fantasy VII, and it kind of makes you think because it's like our generation, and, and I guess to a greater degree your generation, really, um, kind of defined what the like you know masterpieces of gaming are. You know, like Ocarina of Time. Final Fantasy VII, Super Mario 64, like, these are the games that all games must be compared to. And, like, you go back and you play them, and you're like, yeah, I get it, but also, like, oh, boy, this is rough, you know? Like, sure. like we got to kind of, like, define that stuff with nostalgia, but it makes you wonder if in, like, 40 years, if video games are still popular, everyone's going to be going, man, they just don't make them like Fortnite anymore, you know? <laughs> well, that's, that's going to be it, right? It's going to be your Fortnites, your, your Minecrafts when, are going to be, like, your staples, you know? Back well, before we had all these macro transactions, yeah. everybody <laughs> just had those micro transactions to deal with. Those were the good days. You God, know, it's like, going to be, like, Minecraft version 3.7. Don't give them any idea. What is a macro? Developers, Steve, I'm a young go. developer looking to sell my soul. <laughs> Would you like some ideas? You know what my good old days of gaming are? I, I, Steve, you haven't had a turn to answer this yet, have you? No. I'd, we'll also like to, I'd also like to point out we're on question one. I don't know how many there are. <laughs> one. Um, oh, thank goodness. God. My, my, my golden age of, of gaming is... is there, there are two. Number one is you know the N64 when I had all of the multiplayer games. And number two was... The mid Xbox 360 era, when my friends and I would get together and just play hours of Rock Band. <laughs> yeah, I still yeah, have my my I, drum yep. set with the cymbals and like my two guitar controllers and my bass controller with the split um strum oh, strum God, bar. I didn't have that. I didn't have that. I, oh, I was guitar hero. I, I played mostly like bass. So I had to have I the good bass at. controller. I sucked yeah. at it too, but it was fun. So that's why I always sang poorly. Yeah. But. So for me, and it's kind of funny that I would follow Justin in this, but uh, for me, it, my childhood memory is also video game related and it's even Donkey Kong related, but mm-hmm. it's slightly different than that. Uh, my parents got me the, um, the Super Nintendo and Donkey Kong Country bundle for Christmas one year that I found in the closet, blah, blah. So, you know, basically the same story. Y'all are but, damn dirty um, <laughs> For me, it wasn't so much finding the system, it was playing the games with them. I remember they got me Donkey Kong Country the year it came out for Christmas, the year Donkey Kong Country 2 came out, that was a Christmas present, and same with Donkey Kong Country 3. And for me, it was actually sitting down with my parents and finding all the secrets. 
And in fact, I was never able to 100% the original Donkey Kong Country with all the secrets, because some of them were so hard to find. I didn't until do it until I played about 10 the Game years Boy ago. Advance. <laughs> yeah, I did it on the Game Boy Advance re-release with the player's guide, was the first time I ever did it. And now, because of that, I know where they all are, so I can do it, you know, on the virtual console versions. But that was the fun for me, is me and my mom and dad would just sit in front of the TV for hours. I remember one of the levels that we could never find it in was Forest Frenzy in the original Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. And we would just, you know, I would play through the level, wouldn't have any ideas. I'd give the controller to my mom, she would play, wouldn't have any ideas. My dad would take the controller, he'd try a couple things, no ideas. We would just pass that around like night after night after night. It was just so much fun. See, my, and my it was, dad never it was that played video stupid. games. And my mother barely played video games after the ColecoVision. Like, she got hooked on Tetris briefly, and she's still kind of hooked on Dr. Mario. But yeah. aside from that, like, after after the ColecoVision got put away, my parents, my brother, sister... Yeah, none of them really played video games after that. I was the only one. Yeah, and interestingly enough, the sto- the um, the secret that we can never find in Forest Frenzy, there is a rope that goes from the left side to the right side, and then it stops. But just before it stops, there's a barrel hidden just below the edge mm. of the screen that you can I barely hate... see. I always hate the hidden the barrel ones. Never find. Always hate those ones. What about the one um, in? It's in one of the factory levels where there's Oh, a, I know which one. Where's the, the bonus secret room area within inside the, the bonus area. room and you have to get we the We found barrel. that one. We oh actually God. found that one because we got the ba- we got the barrel from the single banana on accident one time and then it's like the bonus level ends and it's like, "Well, what the heck?" And so one of us finally figured out to grab it and run as quick as possible to get it to open. So, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I didn't know about that one until, you know, YouTube, which is pretty much the only way I've ever 101%ed that game. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so that was my favorite video game memory. Awesome. All right. Well, it looks like we've just about made it there, folks. Uh, fun episode this time. It's mm-hmm. um, fun to get the whole gang back together again. So, that was a good time. Um,. I don't have to tell you guys to vote anymore unless you live in Georgia because, well, you know what's going on there. But uh, get ready because the 2024 elections are only four years away. (laughs) So get yourself registered. (laughs) Actually, yeah. We're not done yet, boys and girls. (laughs) So I will tell you all to go wear a mask Um, if you're going out. If you're if you're in New Mexico. Like for you real, you guys are shut down. Don't go out. Just stay shut down. But we're Florida, so we is, have to take matters into our own hands. If a car dealership sells a car in New Mexico right now, it's a fifty thousand dollar fine per transaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're they're taking it for reals around here. So uh, thank goodness our governor doesn't care about all the naysayers who thinks that COVID is a hoax. If Hopefully you are one of those naysayers. Them. Um, I've got some articles for you How have you, you been to listening read. to this show this long? You've yeah. made a lot of comments about things you probably don't like. <laughs> true. Also <laughs> true. Don't be an idiot. If you're going to go out, wear a mask. But um, don't go out if you don't have to. Like, come on, people. Let's be, let's be safe. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, until next time, 
we'll catch you guys later on. Um, for everybody from Infendo Radio, here's a big sloppy kiss. Bye. Infendo Radio is brought to you by people like you. If you want to be a producer, head over to patreon.com slash infendoradio and sign up at the $10 level. We'd really appreciate it.